Hello there, it's Dorothy Polarski from CatholicMomsGroup.com. I would like to welcome each and every one of you joining us today. And as you join us, I want you to give us a big warm hello in the chat box. So let us know where you're from. Let us know if you have any questions. Um, we're delighted that you're joining us today. I wanted to extend also a very warm welcome to Holly, Holly Raj from uh, Fertility Care. I'm so excited that you're here. We finally get to chat and see what. Thank you for having me. Oh my gosh, that beautiful smile of yours. Um, Holly, tell us a little bit about yourself. Oh my goodness. Um, I had such trouble putting together that biography that you asked me to put together because I'm like, what am I supposed to say about myself? It's a pandemic and I'm trying to work through pandemic work attire. So it, it, it's, it's a whole new world. Um, uh, well, um, we adopted three cats. So I should let everyone know in case any of my cats decide to join the meeting today. We just adopted them this summer. Uh -huh. So um, very happy mom of three cats. And uh, my husband is also at the other side of the room uh, with his own noise canceling headphones. So if we hear random noises, that's what it is. That's why. Okay. <laughs> so uh, I, I wanted to extend a big warm welcome to Judy uh, LaDuc from Michigan. Thank you for joining us, Judy. Uh, hello to Adriana Arias from St. Catherine of Siena. Uh, parish in Mississauga. We've got a mom's group there, so it's uh, exciting to see some of the members there. Uh, Jeannie Wu, hi, you're from the Our Lady of Queen of Poland, Prince of Peace and Chinese Catholic Martyrs Church. Um, you know, Jeannie, you sound a little bit like me. People say, what parish do you go to? I'm like, oh, well, daily mass, I go to Peter and Paul. And then some days I go to St. Clement's in the morning. And then for a weekday mass, I go to Holy Angels. And then Christmas, I go to my home parish, St. Stanislav. So um, aren't we blessed that we have so many beautiful churches in our archdiocese? Uh, Sylvia from Burlington, hello there. Kiera from Our Lady of Grace, thank you for joining us. Two kids, hey Kiera, great to see you. Roseanne Lista, um, she belongs to our mother's group at Our Lady of Peace. So a big, big, I wish I could just give you all a big, well, I can give you a virtual hug, but I wish I could give you a real hug. So a big warm welcome to all of you. Um, again, my name is Dorothy Polarski. And some of you might know me from the Dynamic Women of Faith Conference. Some of you might have uh, read some of my columns in the Catholic Register. Um, others, you know, my, my book, Motherhood Matters. And some of you might even know me from Salt and Light. So um, anyway, I'm, I'm really, really glad that you've joined us today. Again, the ministry that hosts uh, the Midday Moms is catholicmomsgroup.com. And uh, I always say, why are we here? Why are we here? Well, we're here because of COVID. And usually we have face-to-face -face mother's group meetings. And because of COVID, we can't have those face-to-face -face mother's group meetings. So we want all the moms in our ministry and beyond to know that you are not alone, that you are loved, and that we will continue to minister to you from the word get-go. When the pandemic broke out, we've been here week after week after week. And I want to tell you a little bit more about um, our ministry, because some of you, you're here for the first time, and some of you, you're here for the 25th time. So I, I do want to take a few minutes to talk about our ministry. A big warm welcome to Claude. Claude, you've been coming week after week uh, from St. David's Parish in Maple. Uh, for those of you that haven't said hello, don't be shy, you know, like right in the chat box, say hello to us. We love hearing from people. Last week, we had uh, someone from Mexico. We had someone from South Africa. We had some, you know, like, so it's so exciting when we hear from uh, different moms. 
So um, in just a second, I'm going to share my screen and I'm going to show you just one or two slides and chat a little bit about our ministry because again, some of you are here for the first time. And so here we go. So again, I mentioned that our ministry is um, catholicmomsgroup.com. I encourage you to follow us on Instagram, to look us up on Facebook and give us a like. And we are on a mission to revive the vocation of motherhood. Um, we want moms to recognize just what a gift their children are. And we want moms to recognize that there's a supernatural element in mothering. And that supernatural element in mothering involves passing down a robust and vibrant um, dynamic Catholic faith. And so we're here to remind moms of that and we're here to support them, we're here to love them. And we do so primarily by helping parishes start Catholic moms groups. And um, we also host an annual conference called the Dynamic Women of, D Dynamic Women of Faith Conference. Uh, this year coming up, we'll have our 12th Dynamic Women of Faith Conference. So again, we help parishes start moms groups. We've worked with over 40 parishes. And of course, we can't put all 40 mothers groups on the screen, um, but some of them are moms and tots groups. Some of them are um, groups that meet without kids. Um, and, you know, very often after joining a mom's group, uh, moms will say to us, oh my gosh, I love my Catholic mom's group. I always say that my mom's group was my saving grace. Um, you know, I, I've worked in the corporate world, having worked for Dun & Bradstreet, the Royal Bank, Canadian National Institute for the Blind. I used to, uh, was an instructor at the Schulich School of Business in the executive development arm, a training manager for Tupperware. Like I just, I, I've worked a lot in my life. And the only place as a woman that I really began to feel like, okay, these women get me and I feel at home is at a Catholic mom's group. Because I know if I start to gossip, Deidre's going to look at me and she cares about my holiness. And she says, hey, Polarski, you're pushing it. Um, it was also the mothers in the mom's group that began to help me recognize gifts that I didn't know that I had because I was in this loving environment and a supernatural environment. And anyway, I love my mother's group, Catholic Moms Group. I love you guys. I really appreciate all of you being here. Um, we have developed a variety of different tools to help parishes start these mothers groups. Uh, one thing that gets me really angry, and I do get angry, for those of you that know me know that I do get angry, I have to be careful, is that it, it, it just really ticks me off when I see Catholic mothers groups using Protestant materials. I'm like, no, honey, <laughs> you know, we don't want to be using Protestant materials in a Catholic moms group. Um, I always say, you know, would a Protestant use Catholic materials in a mother's group? No, absolutely not. So we have a publication, How to Start a Mother's Group. We have 52-week study guide, um, Helping Moms in a Mother's Group. We've got newsletters. We've got brochures. We've got so many tools that would make your kind of head burst because there's so much there. And, and so we have these midday mom um, meetups every single week as a part of our ministry. We have some really exciting new news coming up, but I'm not going to share that today. Uh, but it is something really exciting is coming. So that's who we are. And we are thrilled to have you here. Oh, look at this. We have Matuni from South Africa. Yay! I love hearing from different people. Uh, so we've got people here from South Africa, from the United States, from Canada, um, and from Etobicoke, St. Benedict's Parish. You know, so uh, Holly, where are you from? 
I'm actually coming to you from Bowmanville. I'm in the Diocese of Peterborough, and I was thinking, I go to St. Joseph's for my weekday Masses, and then sometimes I'll even go over to St. Teresa's over in Curtis. So, and then if I'm with my family, I'll go over to Holy Family over in Whitby. So, I understand this going to be different <laughs> So we're sisters here, eh? Oh, definitely. Most definitely. (laughs) So I I wanted to formally introduce uh, Holly. Uh, Holly Raj is the Executive Director of Fertility Care Toronto. In addition, um, Holly is a Catholic wife, happily married to Manu. They recently adopted three cats, Lexi, Nash, and Woodford that run around their household. So if one pops up on the screen, um, I wonder if my rooster is going to respond here. Manu and Holly are foodies who enjoy traveling globally, visiting interesting places of worship, wine, baking, and kickboxing. Not one another. And, and not people. And That's not, right. And not their cats either. That's right. <laughs> um, anyway, so I, uh, Holly, we were chatting a little bit uh, earlier in preparation for the uh, uh, program today. And uh, Holly asked me to start off with a, a reading from Luke. So I'm going to start off with that reading from Luke. And I do want to say hello to Anna Chapetta from St. Pat's. Great to see you. And Donna from Etobicoke. Great to see you too. So thank you all for joining us. And um, actually, before I do the reading, I'm just going to do a quick prayer. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Dear Lord, we know that wherever two or more are gathered in your name, that you are present. And we acknowledge your presence and we rejoice in your presence. And we thank you for all of the moms that have joined us today. Um, We lift all of them up in prayer and we just beg for an outpouring of the Holy Spirit. I'd like to pray my favorite prayer to the Holy Spirit. O Holy Spirit, beloved of my soul, I adore you, enlighten me, guide me, strengthen me, console me, tell me what I should do, give me your orders. I promise to submit myself to all that you desire of me and to accept all that you permit to happen to me. Let me only know your will. And we turn to our blessed mother, And uh, I'm going to ask our Blessed Mother to wrap her loving arms around each and every one of you here today while we pray. And feel free to join me. We'll pray three Hail Marys for your intentions. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God. Pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary. Full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. So today's... Uh, focus on our today's session is you know the issues of uh fertility and infertility and uh they're both very sensitive issues and sometimes very painful issues and we want to acknowledge uh just all of you who who might be struggling as we just reflect on this reading from luke uh chapter 1 verses 13 to 15 and 39 to 40 
five. Zachariah, desiring a child, went to pray in the temple and was told by the angel Gabriel, do not be afraid, Zachariah. Your prayer has been heard. Your wife Elizabeth will bear you a son and you are to call him John. He will be a joy and a delight to you and many will rejoice because of his birth for he will be great in the sight of the Lord. He is never to take wine or other fermented drink and he will be filled with the Holy Spirit even before he is born. Mary set out at that time and went as quickly as she could into the hill country to a town in Judah. She went into Zachariah's house and greeted Elizabeth. Now it happened that as soon as Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the child leapt in her womb and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit she gave out a loud cry and said, Oh, of all women, you are the most blessed and blessed is the fruit of your womb. Why should I be honored with a visit from the mother of my Lord? Look, the moment your greeting reached my ears, the child in my womb leapt for joy. Yes, Blessed is she who believed that the promise made her by the Lord would be fulfilled. Now, Holly, you specifically asked to join us here at Midday Moms on the Feast of St. Elizabeth, and today is the Feast of St. Elizabeth. Um, tell us why this day is such a special one to Fertility Care Toronto. Well, of course, it isn't May, so we couldn't have gone for the visitation date, uh, the feast day of the visitation. But, of course, St. Elizabeth and her trials and tribulations with fertility and then finally achieving a pregnancy and in her advanced age is such an inspiration for our work in the fertility work that we do. So it was a day that I wanted to share with your group and to show the special blessings that can come from uh, working uh, in the area of fertility, as much as you introduced it as uh, being an area that has uh, some challenges, but there's also some great joy as well. And I, I do have to say that um, when we referred to the reading, and I specifically wanted to start with that because it, it really makes us think of the joy and how the Holy Spirit was taken upon both Mary and Elizabeth in the joy of motherhood and the joy in greeting each other and sharing the fact that Elizabeth was able to have her prayers answered and that Elizabeth uh, was able to receive the visit from Mary, who Mary was actually bringing Emmanuel, God, to her. And that's what she ended up doing. So um, for us at St. Marguerite Bourgeois Fertility Care, it's a real privilege to work with couples and women to be able to share in the journey towards uh, fertility and, of course, uh, in helping them uh, in those joys and their sadnesses, because sometimes it, it can be very challenging. Yeah, and, uh, you know, I, I guess I, I, I know a lot of, uh, you know, a number of, of, of women who, you know, struggle with in, infertility and, you know, it, it, it can be a very, very, you know, painful, painful, you know, time in a, in a woman's life. And I was really struck because I was doing a little bit of you know, research on St. Elizabeth as I was preparing. I can't say I'm an expert at all saints. And I was shocked that, um, that she had St. You know, John the Baptist when she was 60 years old. Like, and so I, I think as Catholic women who may be struggling with infertility, like, I, I think it's really important that, you know, that we maintain hope. And if there's, anything and, and that we maintain hope and that we also um, believe in the supernatural 
right? Um, because I think so often, you know, even though we're Catholic, sometimes we have a secular mindset. And uh, so for all of you that have, you know, joined us today, uh, who might be struggling, we're here to let you know that we are praying for you. Uh, in fact, our, our ministry offers two masses a month for women that are connected to our, our network. And so we're praying for you. You're not alone. And I'm also really praying that your spirit is refreshed and that, you know, you are blessed with some hope as a result of today's session. So can you tell me a little bit about um, maybe why it is particularly a painful and sensitive issue? Well, I think it comes to the whole idea of motherhood and parenthood in general, but speaking to a Catholic mom's group, I think we're all compelled to be a parent. We're all compelled to care for a child and to, to bring that into the world. And even if it's not as simple as making a mark on the world, it's being able to share that love uh, that you and your husband have to be able to bring that joy into the world. And it can be very, very heartbreaking when the prayers aren't answered. And part of what we do is because it's a Catholic-based organization, we can wrap our round, arms around our clients. And um, I'm going to have a special shout out to one of the practitioners who's with us today, uh, Sylvia, who uh, uh, announced herself in the chat room from Burlington. I just love Sylvia. We, we often say that uh, when she's able to see uh, clients at her parish at St. Raphael's, she uh, greets them with a hug and zucchini bread. And it's just the warmth and compassion that comes through, especially for those couples that have had such a trying journey. And the sad part, Dorothy, is not enough people know about our organization. So many have gone through the heartbreak of IVF or IUI, not knowing that there's an opportunity to work with the Creighton Model System and NAPRO to find a solution within our Catholic teaching. So we meet people where they're at and help them as best we can. Yeah, and you know, one of the things that, like, I, I, you know, well, I, I know that myself, I, I have been a bit of a, you know, <laughs> a bit of a workaholic, and I, I think when you work a lot and you're sort of, you know, this is before you have kids, maybe, you know, you've got very rigorous schedule and you're doing this and you're doing that and achieving all of your goals and um, kind of like knocking it out of the park here and doing this and doing that. And, and I think the sort of North American woman's mindset is like, I can do anything. <laughs> and, and then all of a sudden it's like, like, what do you mean I can't have another child? Like what the hell? Right. Or what, what do you mean I can't have a child? And I think that is sort of the North American mindset of women is that we can do anything and, you know, okay, we bought our house, we got our car, we got our cottage, we got this. Okay. Now time for baby. And Oh, it's not coming. And so I, I think it's very, it's, it, it, I think it hits the North American women particularly hard. And I think that sometimes women get very, very angry too, you know, um, and, and, and so on. I, I'm going to share something quite personal before we continue is that, you know, I got married quite late in the game. Um, and I was like traveling around internationally, delivering, you know, seminars, Australia, New Zealand, blah, 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 blah. It's like, okay. Like I even came back home early, you know, from my honeymoon to deliver a corporate talk. And I'm like, okay, time for baby. And uh, baby wasn't coming. And one thing that really struck me, and I, I don't know whether it was through prayer or whatever, is that sometimes women that are working too hard and their body is under so much stress, it was almost like as if our Lord said to me, like, Dorothy, your life is so driven and your life is like, you're, you're just like, it's so full 
that it's almost like a baby in heaven is looking down going, it ain't safe going down there. <laughs> like this woman doesn't even have time for me. <laughs> and so sometimes I say to women, and this is not medical, this is just Dorothy Polarski speaking, but sometimes women just need time off to create the space in their minds and in their hearts and in their bodies to allow it to happen, you know, and, and that's not, that's just a Dorothy Plarsky story. I'm, I'm sorry for, that was an unplanned story. <laughs> um, you know, Dorothy, I'm not going to disagree with you there. And I'm going to further that and say, for a lot of women, when stress is a part of their lives, it makes it almost impossible to achieve a pregnancy, especially, I mean, I'm seeing BK in her uh, chat room posting. Um, I feel for you. I mean, so many of our couples have come to us in the state of having gone through IVF and the heartbreak of all of that and the challenge is they come to us and they don't know they're lost and they don't know what the solutions are and one of the first things and Dorothy you're going to probably find this quite shocking when a couple comes to us and their intention is to, to achieve a pregnancy we say to them in the first month of charting to abstain from all acts of intercourse to abstain from which abstain from acts of intercourse for the first month of charting don't have sex <laughs> exactly and you know i gotta tell you there's almost a sense of relief on every single husband's face when i say that <laughs> and do you want to know why because through all the challenges of achieving a pregnancy the couples have often lost sight of the purpose of an act of intercourse is to connect as a couple Mm -hmm. it's become so focused on baby making they've forgotten about each other and their relationship so a huge aspect of our program is to focus on the different aspects of and the levels of intimacy and that's what really makes it so special as a catholic program to focus on what brought you together as a couple more so than achieving a pregnancy then you can have multiple pleasurable acts of intercourse <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh gosh, no, and, and I, I, uh, I, I'm learning about your work as we speak. So it's it's just a, a delight to learn about it. And you know, I want I want to congratulate you on your work because I think too that you know, men, the, the average Catholic woman doesn't know that there's a Catholic way of doing things. Yes, right? that's so true. And so the, the, the marital act, you know, is God a part of the marital act? Mm -hmm. um, you know, when it comes to um, our, our planning our families or, or, or trying to achieve the goal of having a baby, yeah. that there's a Catholic way. And the, and the same thing with motherhood. I always say, like, what's the difference between a Catholic mom and just your, you know, kind of regular secular mom. They're both good moms, but what includes the supernatural, right? And and many, I find that many Catholic moms don't, they don't have the gift of a vibrant spirituality that affects everything that they do, everything. And so your work is so important, you know? Your work is so incredibly important. Now, Holly, you specifically uh, referred to the uh, St. Marguerite Bourgeois in your agency name. I've always kind of known it to be fertility care. Has yes. there been a change or? Oh, yes. We're so excited because St. Marguerite Bourgeois is our patron saint. And for those that don't know about St. Marguerite Bourgeois, she's our Canadian female saint. She came to the new world to actually teach women and young families spiritual and practical skills. And she actually later founded the Congregation of Notre Dame. So, oh. yes. So, um, and our founder, uh, Sister Marilyn Magnan, um, was called to do this work partially because of her foundress, uh, St. Marguerite Bourgeois. So we had a, con uh, a consecration mass on September 12th to reacquaint ourselves with St. Marguerite Bourgeois. And we call upon her to pray for us and all of our work. Um, but the center had originally had St. Marguerite Bourgeois in the name. We had just uh, gone away from that for some time and we brought her back into our work and we couldn't be more excited. 
oh my goodness that and again you know my hat's off to you because i think very often as catholics you know we we it's almost like sometimes we try to become more secular, like let's call ourselves fertility care and forget about St. Margaret Bourgeois for a while. And, and then it actually ends up hurting us, you know, because it's the supernatural that, uh, that got us to where we are, you know, like even I always say, I, I am not political at all, but, you know, very often we forget the founding fathers of Canada were, were Christians, <laughs> you know, and, and sometimes we forget our Christian and Catholic roots and, and, and then we lose the graces associated with that. So um, that's fantastic. Now, we have a couple of people in the uh, chat um, mentioning a few things. So BK mentioned that, um, that, uh, that, that you know, she's one of the women struggling with infertility for eight years, three failed IVs and tons of money spent. And, and this is an extremely, extremely, you know, sensitive area. And I, I know that, um, like, I know that there are certain methods that are kind of in line with Catholic teaching um, when it comes to trying to achieve, you know, pregnancy. And then there are certain, you know, lines that are, are not and uh, because they could, they could possibly cause, you know, some spiritual or ethical issues. Um, can you tell us a little bit more about that, Holly? I'll do the very best I can. Uh, we often uh, have, uh, for lack of a better word, our uh, Catholic ethicists on a hotline that we can contact and can help us with these ethical dilemmas. But in general, what I can say uh, is we, our approach is to support uh, the marital act and to ensure that all things that are done to support uh, to achieve a pregnancy and supporting a pregnancy are done supporting the act, marital act and not interfering with the marital act. So my understanding of Catholic Church teachings are anything to interfere with the marital act is against Catholic Church teachings. So such that um, when you speak about IVF or IUI, it's interfering with the natural act. Um, so what, what our doctors do when we're working with um, our our clients, their patients, is provide medical solutions to underlying health issues. That's mm -hmm. really what, what happens in working with our natural procreative technology or NAPRO doctors. So they are understanding why a pregnancy is, is not occurring instead of forcing a pregnancy on a body. Okay. And so, you know, maybe in another one of our sessions of Midday Moms, we might, you know, end up having an ethicist because I, I guess too, you know, sometimes we forget that, you know, the, the marital act and our marriage is sacramental. Very right? much so. And so we're, we're not just a, 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 a body that is trying to, you know, have a baby. We're, we're, we're there's the component of our spirit and, and so um, I, there's also some value, I think, in speaking to sometimes the Catholic priest, right? Because, you know, I know one issue that I've struggled with quite a bit as a Catholic woman is like, you know, anger. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, if you've got an angry body, it might be hard to conceive in an angry body, right? Um, it might be hard to have a loving marriage in an angry, you know, body. And so I, I can't tell you how many times I've had to go to the sacrament of reconciliation and acknowledge my sins, <laughs> you know. Uh, and anyway, so it, it would be really interesting to explore the ethical aspect um, a little bit sooner. Now, can you tell us a little bit more about uh, Sister Marilyn and her role in the St. Margaret Bourgeois? Yes, and I actually want to acknowledge Mary Ann. I think it's fantastic. She's uh, 
rem reminiscing about um, having personally met uh, Sister Marilyn, who uh, sadly is no, no longer with us. She passed away in May, um, but Marianne had the uh, blessing of working with Sister Marilyn uh, in achieving uh, a subsequent pregnancy, uh, I'm sorry, to maintain her pregnancy with progesterone. And we've been talking about that, uh, Dorothy. It's a bit of a, a wonder drug, so to speak, as you were saying. Uh, and uh, of course, our doctors would be able to speak to it in much more medical terms, but it seems like progesterone is, is really something that helps out a lot of our patients. But uh, I digress. Um, Sister Marilyn was an integral part uh, in uh, fertility care in that she founded our organization uh, back in 1986. Um, she was part of the uh, congregation of Notre Dame's um, and she was teaching at Notre Dame High School here in Toronto and she actually, uh, as part of her Master's in Divinity Studies, uh, went down to Omaha and met Dr. Thomas Hilgers, who had actually uh, founded the Creighton Model System, was so inspired by him, took his very first practitioner course, became the first practitioner in Canada, and founded what we have today. And people like Marianne have benefited from the work of Marianne. And, you know, we're really hoping uh, and we're so blessed to be a part of that history to continue her work. So I, I, I just wanted to read here publicly because this is this is beautiful and it's good PR for you guys. <laughs> uh, uh, Marianne Lee from Ajax. My husband and I were so blessed to meet and know Sister Marilyn who founded the Marguerite Bourgeois Fertility uh, Clinic. Uh, we had children later in life. I had no problems conceiving our first child. A few years later, I was able to achieve pregnancy and needed some natural progesterone to maintain my pregnancy. Sister Marilyn and her team truly helped us immensely. They are angels. So uh, if you get help from fertility care, you're going to be, you know, or the same Margaret Bourgeois uh, thing is that you're going to be surrounded by angels. Now, I wanted to just, just re-emphasize that very often you had mentioned and that I have heard that um, progesterone is a bit of a wonder drug. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Well, I'm actually going to go back to something you were saying earlier, Dorothy. Uh, talking about the stress that so many of us are undergoing, whether it be, be because of our Western materialistic society, uh, whether um, we're ingesting so many hormones uh, through our food and environment, who knows? But we're finding so many of our clients are having hormone imbalances. And one of the hormones that uh, we found that has been the most deficient uh, has been progesterone. And there's been a number of studies suggesting uh, that reduced progesterone um, has such an impact on overall women's health. And when I say women's health, I'm talking about PMS issues. Women that have such severe PMS um, that sadly hasn't even been acknowledged as a legitimate medical condition, but they're experiencing such horrible symptoms every single month and with simply having progesterone, they can be resolved. Oh, um, so that, that's, you know, a, a, a tremendous amount of hope that you're offering. So, so who does the diagnosis of that or how does that work? Or? everything would work with say Marguerite Bourgeois Fertility Care Centers you would actually come in either for general women's health issues or whether your intention is to achieve or not to achieve and as I say women's health issues are the the crux of all of this the woman begins charting her cycle and a referral is made to one of our NAPRO doctors and the doctors will typically do a hormone profile a uh, specific blood work on specific days of the cycle to assess whether the hormones are at the appropriate levels. And specifically with progesterone, it needs to be at an elevated state uh, post-peak, uh, so at the tail end of the cycle. And if it's lower, it typically um, women are experiencing PMS symptoms. And it's one of the key hormones in maintaining a pregnancy, as Marianne was talking about. And it's a very very simple way to help maintain pregnancies and prevent miscarriage. Um, 
Now, I, I know that there, I just want to go through the uh, chat box here. Someone is saying, um, is the, you know, we've got the bill, someone's mentioning the Billings ovulation method. Someone else is mentioning natural family planning as an acronym for natural family planning. Can you, can you, and, and you've mentioned a couple of different models. Can you help us kind of understand um, just the different types of like the, I, I know that probably exceeds the, the, the time that we have today, but. Gosh, no, no, it's a very no. straightforward question. Okay. So, um, NFP or natural family planning has been around since biblical times. Women in biblical times have been utilizing various different ways of figuring out their cycles to know when they're fertile or infertile to either achieve or avoid a pregnancy. It's been around forever. Mm -hmm. So over the years, different, more effective methods have been developed as opposed to the infamous calendar method, which as we know is just, it doesn't work. And the sad part for a lot of young people in utilizing apps is they are based on the calendar method. So they find a great deal of frustration. So um, I will give a shout out to the Billings method because um, Dr. Hilgers, our founder, actually worked with the doctors Billings uh, from Australia and worked on the methods and what set apart the um, Creighton model system as developed by uh, Dr. Thomas Hilgers was the fact that he integrated the NAPRO technology, the medical aspect of it. Um, we've had a number of clients that have come from charting the Billings methods uh, and had a very straightforward learning curve uh, because they were able to integrate their knowledge and able to uh, utilize the skills to be able to take advantage of NAPRO. Okay, so if, 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 if I'm, you know, Susie and I'm watching today and I've struggled with infertility, what kind of services does, uh, um, you know, what kind of services does your agency offer uh, to, to women like me that might be struggling with infertility? What, what kind of services do you offer? Well, as I said, it's really about um, understanding women's health issues. So um, St. Marguerite Bourgeois Fertility Care is about teaching and educating women on learning about their reproductive health. And that's done through charting with the Creighton model system. And as practitioners, if we notice biomarkers or specific indicators in the cycle, and we talked about progesterone earlier, Dorothy. So for example, if you've got a short post peak, or if you've got uh, significant PMS symptoms, brown black bleeding, um, that could be an indicator of low progesterone. So if you're just coming to me learning about charting, I would suggest a referral to one of our doctors to address that issue. If specifically, as you say, you've come in with a fertility issue, you and your husband have been trying for a number of years and don't seem to know why you have to achieve a pregnancy, the referral goes in immediately to one of our NAPRO doctors. You would have a minimum of three months of charting. So they have some data to review to be able to assess undergo blood work and then they've got a huge textbook like i'm talking this thick of the napro bible and it's all the different methods and things that they can do to help couples into achieving a pregnancy and to maintain the pregnancy and as i mentioned earlier dorothy the beauty of it is it's all in keeping with catholic teaching and supporting the marital act and from our perspective supporting the couple and it's just a beautiful way to address women's health issues. And, uh, you know, in a sense, it could almost, you know, the, the struggle with infertility could, could possibly be a, a, a little bit of a gift if it kind of begins to integrate our spirituality with our marriage, with the church, with having a baby, like there's, there's a real opportunity, I think, you know, in there for, for spiritual growth from, from what um, I see. Now, it's, uh, it's beautiful here because Anna Chapetta, hello, Anna, you've come to a couple of our sessions. It's always, uh, I always get so excited to see uh, <laughs> your name. Um, so she, Anna says, I had my son at 42. I attended SMB and took progesterone and other medications 
Jesus is the master of the impossible. Um, so thank you for that uh, testimony. Um, Julia, hi Julia, great to have you here. So here it says they teach the Creighton model as a method of family planning to either avoid or to achieve pregnancy or both. The charting is used by consulting doctors who have learned to recognize the features of charting that show signs of abnormality and um, to time tests and treatments in a manner that restores proper, oh wow, you sound like, a, is there a doctor in the house here? <laughs> um, so single women can use NAPRO for body awareness and health too. So um, just thank you. We've got a couple of questions here, so I'm gonna pop them up. Um, so Yola asks, oh, hi Yola uh, from Christ the King. Great to see you here. Do you offer um, NFP, which natural family planning is most effective? So um, you do. We teach the great model system and that's the only method that we teach because we do work with the doctors on the NAPRO side of it. Um, I can say that our, our system can be 96% effective in avoiding a pregnancy and we have to acknowledge the fact that God is a part of all marital acts. And so God will have his will. And so there's a 4% chance of achieving a pregnancy, uh, even though you were following the entire program. Um, on the other side of it, uh, in terms of achieving a pregnancy, uh, our success rates can be over 90% over the course of six months. Um, and it could be, uh, I think we're sitting at 85 to 90% after three months. So it's, it's a matter of understanding. And, and I have to say, and that's under, um, if there are no other health conditions. If there are other health conditions, it'll vary considerably. Uh, but those are women who didn't necessarily know when her, her time of fertility was and for, for couples to understand that uh, together. And that's really important. Um, I do wanna jump out and if I may, Dorothy, BK is asking about uh, male infertility issues. And I'm really glad she mentioned that because um, as much as the charting is of women's cycles, we, our doctors will also work with male issues. And most importantly, I'll say that our doctors actually focus on an overall health perspective. So even though the couple's goal is to achieve a pregnancy, the doctors are there to help improve the overall health of the couple. Okay. Now, uh, someone also asked if, uh, about your fees, like just the practical side, are they covered by OHIP? Um, how, do, how, does, how does the financial aspect work? Yes, that's the tricky part. Um, all of the medical things that are done with our doctors are covered by whole hips. So um, I'll put that part right out there. Um, our fees are based upon an entire 12 month program of charting. Um, and that's done concurrently with the referral to the doctor. Um, and our fees are one of two. Um, it's a $1,200 program payable in a single or monthly payments or $600 if uh, it's a student or there's financial need. Okay, so there are options for, uh, you know, folks. Most definitely. And as much as I want to be honest and upfront about the fees, I also want to indicate that because we are a Catholic charity, we work with, um, uh, we're a member agency of Catholic charities, our goal is to help. So if there's a financial need, we want to work with you. We want to help you. So please don't think that that's a deterrent. No. So uh, I would encourage um, anyone here, if you're struggling with, you know, issues of uh, infertility to uh, contact uh, Holly. Holly, what is the best way to contact you? I'm going to put it in the message box. Um, okay. I, I want to I thank the group. Uh, we've already had someone who's put our website up and I need to apologize. The website is not fully up to date with the St. Marguerite Bourgeois information. As I said, we had the consecration mass in September and uh, being a not-for-profit organization, we don't move as quickly as corporate organizations. But as you say, Dorothy, having also had the experience of working for both, I will never go back to corporate. Being in an environment that you're with such like-minded and wonderful supportive people, we just, we, we do things for a very different purpose. It's like heaven and earth, isn't it? Eh? Yeah. It really, really is. So um, we have the office number and uh, I'm gonna put that one up uh, as well. Let's see, eight, six, eight. 
and that's the the best way to reach us and oh thank you kathy we would <laughs> love to get ohip funding but actually one of the things we'd like to do um uh, Kathy C is saying we need to lobby the government to fund this versus funding abortion. Um, I would actually love to see an opportunity to work with insurance companies because the Creighton model practitioners all have gone through extensive training and internship through the Fertility Care Centers of America. So it would be really nice to have an opportunity through insurance companies for people to be able to submit the receipts. Uh, now, uh, I'm going to just take the opportunity here to say something. You know, when I take a look at your organization, when I take a look at our, you know, small mother's ministry, trying to revive motherhood as a vocation, and, you know, you're trying to revive the marital act as something that is unitive, involves spirituality and prayer intercession from our, our, our saints. Um, you know, we really are, you know, partners in trying to take today's North American modern woman and bring her into her Catholic senses, right? And, and to do that, it involves so much work. There's, you know, there's so much work to be done. Um, you know, I could tell you of 101 ways that you could help Catholic moms group, you know, this was our, our, our little ministry. Um, every week I beg for donations. <laughs> it's like, okay, go to our website and hit the donate button. If, if you got any encouragement at all, you know, maybe you could make a donation of $5, $10, $50, or, you know, if you have whatever, $500. Um, th there's so much work to be done. And I know that, um, you know, that the St. Margaret Bourgeois Center also needs help. Now, they need help on their board of directors. And one thing that, dry, uh, you know, I, I have a few magnificent obsessions. And one magnificent obsession I have is how women spend their time, right? Just like anyone else, I know I probably spend way too much time on social media, but I always say, like, take a look at your week. Like, if there's a topic I'd love to cover on Midday Moms is how we spend our time, right? And is to take a look at your week and ask yourself how much of your time is being spent helping the community? How much of your money is being spent helping, whether it's fertility care, whether it's, you know, Catholic Moms Group, whether it's the Archdiocese of Toronto. And as women, you know, there's so much work to be done, right? You, if there's a way that you can think of to help fertility care, you know, maybe one of you will become an advocate uh, working in conjunction with Holly on her board to lobby and get it covered by insurance. We need modern day advocates, right? We need modern day Catholic moms saying, you know, like th th there's a lot more than corporate accomplishments. There's a lot more than a beautiful paid off house and two cars. And there's, there's a lot more than, you know, secular materialism. And we need you, we need you here. <laughs> you know? If you're sitting at your kitchen table and you're joining us today, uh, I, I beg you to pray, you know, the prayer to the Holy Spirit. And I'll pray it again. Um, just as a reminder that God has a specific mission for you. And if you feel called to be on the board of fertility care, like submit an application, I'm sure that Holly will, you know, review it. If you feel that you'd like to help Armin, like, wouldn't I love a social media manager? Oh my gosh, right? Uh, wouldn't I love, you know, some administrative help? Um, you know, people are like, oh, Dorothy, you should do this, and Dorothy, you should do that, and Dorothy, you should. I'm like, yeah, maybe, like, you should do it. 
<laughs> so anyway, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Forgive me. Um, I go on and on too long about certain things, but um, let me just pray this prayer. Oh, Holy Spirit, beloved of, beloved of my soul, I adore you. Enlighten me, guide me, strengthen me, console me. Holy Spirit, tell me what I should do. Give me your orders. I promise to submit myself to all that you desire of me and to accept all that you permit to happen to me. Let me only know your will. Um, we've got five minutes left. Um, I, I, I encourage all of you to get in touch with Holly and find out more. Um, you mentioned that you have several practitioners. How does that work? Well, um, I've put up our office number. I've put up my email address uh, for those that would like to hear it. Uh, I'm at, we're at 416-465-2868. And my email address is super simple holly at fertilitycare.ca. And if anybody wants to, to learn more about our program, uh, part of being a not-for-profit is we're happy to chat with you. We're happy to talk to you. And if you just simply have a question, you want to learn more, or I, I've got a friend of a friend, true or not so true, we're happy to chat with you and give you more information. If you have specific questions, we're happy to chat with you. And uh, I had forgotten the name. Was it uh, Janine from um, the, uh, the, the, the Billings Model uh, Practitioner? I'd love to chat with you as well. So uh, uh, we, we want to be able to um, help all of the uh, women out there that may be suffering, um, whether it be with fertility or as we talked about earlier, um, having difficulty with her, within their marriage. The, the blessing of charting, the blessing of using the Creighton model system, uh, natural family planning, as Dorothy was saying, it's not just a gift that couples that are challenged with fertility can have. Every couple can have the blessing of those, just the gift of, the different parts of intimacy in their marriage that don't just have to do with the physical marital act. It's just such a beautiful gift that um, has been developed for us. And I encourage all of you to consider a natural family planning method. Yeah. And I, 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 I you know, sometimes I've been charged with uh, saying things that aren't very popular, but the Holy spirit convicts me and says them, but um, I think the, the whole area of, you know, birth control, fertility, infertility, managing is, you know, being kind of submissive to the church's teaching is a real struggle for kind of like the modern mom. And, and uh, I think that some women really struggle with you know, uh, taking some of these issues to the sacrament of reconciliation. I know myself that personally, I had no idea at all that, uh, and people, people get really mad at me when I say this, and, and forgive me ahead of time, but like I personally had no idea that using birth control, like, you know, whether it's the pill or whether it's the IUD or I had no idea that it was actually a mortal sin. And I remember once I was flipping through the Catholic register and then I, I was reading this article and, you know, some priests, you know, the, you know, birth control, that kind of birth control was a mortal sin. I'm like, what? No one told me that. I, you know, I had no idea. And, and, and so, and I, I don't know why priests don't talk about it. And sometimes women get like really defensive and angry and I get all sorts of hate mail after I say that, but it's kind of like, I, I like to say to women, well, but what is a sin, right? What is a sin? A sin is something that puts a barrier between you and God, right? That's just like, it's not, complicated. It's something that is limiting your relationship with the supernatural. And so when we begin to eliminate sins, 
we get closer to the supernatural. So rather than seeing a sin as something, you bad girl, you sinned, that's not like, that's not very motivating. But if you look at it as I'm putting certain things in my life that are taking me away from the supernatural, and I had no idea that the pill or the IUD, that there was even a teaching on it, I had no idea, right? That, you know, I always say, well, I dare you, I, I dare you to go off the pill or the IUD for one year and to go to the sacrament of reconciliation and see what happens. Um, and, and so if any of you here feel called maybe that, you know, you need to go to the sacrament of reconciliation, that that can bring grace upon grace upon grace upon grace. And uh, I know I had been away from the sacrament of reconciliation for a number of years. I was kind of like angry and, and then I went back and I now have had the same, you know, confessor basically since 1989, God bless him, he's still alive <laughs> to hear all of that. But, if any of you feel here feel called to go to the Sacrament of Reconciliation, that could be a, a breakthrough. Um, and some of you might, you know, want to get more informed about the ethics. And um, I know that reading Humanae Vitae was a huge breakthrough for, for, for me personally. Um, so are there, I just wanted to see, are there any questions that any of you have before we close off? It's shortly after, um, one o'clock, and I wanted to make sure that uh, if you had any other questions, um, that you have a chance to ask them now. And Holly, you know, do you have any closing comments or things that you'd like to say to? I just wanted to, I feel like we just could keep this conversation going on for so long, Dorothy. Um, <laughs> you mentioned Humanae Vitae. That's also a very special document for us because that's what inspired Dr. Thomas Hilgers to develop the Creighton model system in NAPRO. So as part of its 50th anniversary, uh, many of our practitioners and medical consultants went to California for a natural family conference in conjunction with our annual conference for Fertility Care Centers of America. And it was just such a beautiful event bringing together not only Creighton model practitioners, but other NFP practitioners to celebrate the Humane Vitae's 50th anniversary. All of that's, uh, that, that's beautiful. So, so just, you know, if I were to call you tomorrow, if one of the moms were to call you tomorrow, um, how does it work in terms of the practitioners? Like, do we get... Oh, someone... you'd asked that earlier. I'm sorry, we got off topic. No, no, uh, I, I so... know. I was like, sometimes they go off. So we would begin with a chat much like this. It's a very personalized conversation. Um, and if you want to find out more, you're assigned to a practitioner, generally based on your geographic area. We're doing exclusively virtual right now because of the pandemic. So just as Dorothy and I are chatting, you and your practitioner would be chatting. Um, and you would have the opportunity to find out more about the system, see how it could benefit you. And then once you decide to sign up for the program, you would have a series of eight follow-up sessions over the course of 12 months to learn about the program and your practitioner becomes a very good friend like Dorothy and you get to meet on a regular basis and you share so much with your practitioner and that practitioner journeys with you whether it just be as far as helping your couple uh, you as a couple whether it be through a women's health issue or specifically in achieving or avoiding a pregnancy it's just so special to be able to share that with women and couples Okay, fantastic. Now, are there any um, books that you might recommend or any way that any books that might be useful to women or I guess they can, oh, call, you've, they can call you. They can call me. Um. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I so. Do you have any thoughts on reading? I, 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 I don't have anything off the top of my head. I'm no, sorry. <laughs> no problem. No problem. I'm sure that uh, if people visit your website, um, so Catherine Serzani is asking, are you related to Dr. No, 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 I cannot possibly take that credit. Um, Dr. Hilgers is based in Omaha. I'm sitting here in Bowmanville teaching the Creighton model system. I 
not even been blessed to, to meet Dr. Hilgers. So no, I'm not related. Uh, his, his daughter was actually, uh, as part of the system, it's become a family thing with St. Paul VI Institute, but no, I, I'm not part of the Hilgers family. Okay. Okay. So um, I'd like to, uh, so, some of you that have uh, attended our Midday Moms in the past know that uh, I'm a big fan of, you know, <laughs> the good old Carol Burnett. And I like to say, I'm so glad we had this time together <laughs> just to have a laugh or sing a song. Seems we just get started. And before you know it, comes a time we have to say so long. And anyway, so uh, thank you very, very, very much. Um, you, okay, Dorothy, you need to invite the older to join the group and do the pro-life. Oh, anyway, I, everyone's got uh, ideas on what I should be doing. So uh, I, I do love hearing from you. So please do send us emails. We love getting feedback. If you have learned anything, you know, sometimes I'm feeling for whatever reason, like very discouraged for 101 different reasons. And then I get a two or three sentence email and my heart's lifted. Um, so please do send us an email. Uh, please do follow us on Instagram. Our, our, our tagline is, you know, our, our hook is Catholic Moms Group. And please do like us on Facebook. And if, you know, even you got a little bit out of it, please don't hesitate in making a, a donation to Catholic Moms Group because we need it. We depend on them. And uh, we've got some special things planned in the future, which we'll let you know about. We'll see you next Thursday. And uh, thank you, Holly. Thank you for, you know, your, your generosity. It's been wonderful um, getting to know you. And it's been wonderful having you here. You have just such a beautiful, beautiful spirit. And uh, the St. Margaret Bourgeois Fertility Care Center is very blessed uh, to have you. And please know I'll be praying for you and for your work. Thank you. Thank you, Dorothy. Uh, I was just going to ask, uh, where were you going to tug on your ear? Sorry? Carol Burnett. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, you're, a <laughs> uh, you're a woman of my own heart. Oh my gosh, love you. Uh, yes. Uh, Carol okay. Burnett together. So, of course, I remember. Okay. Thank you, Dorothy. It's okay. been a pleasure. Bye, -bye everybody. Thank you for your time and please pray for the ministry. Okay, bye bye.